This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. It's the Score North Twin Show. And don't forget, in a week, when the Twins play whoever they play, maybe the Astros, maybe the Blue Jays, maybe the Mariners, probably not Texas at this point, but you never know. We will be doing live Twins Ventline shows on the Score North Twin Show. The Score North YouTube channel is where you'll be able to hang out with us. So we got your back right after these Twins playoff games are over. But if the playoffs started right now, gentlemen, the Twins would play a three-game series at Target Field against the Houston Astros, a rematch from a few years back, right? That was the pandemic year. They got swept 20. Last by the Astros. Yes, yeah. sir. Because right now the Astros are, let's see here, because Texas has won six games in a row. So the Astros are two and a half back of the Rangers for the division win with one week left. It's going to be tough there. But on the wild card side, the Astros are a game and a half in front of Seattle for that last wild card spot. And then they're a game and a half behind the Blue Jays. So they have to, one way or the other, they would have to move like a game and a half up or down for one of these other teams to catch them. So get ready right now. Get ready for the Astros, boys. We'll rematch. And can I say again what, what we uh, talked about with uh, Patrick on Unchained today? Bravo baseball. And I hate to say it, Rob Manfred. Everything they've done to me, and I was skeptical of some of it for sure, everything they've done has worked. Like this this week is so much fun now because the Twins are locked in. That's awesome. But you still don't know, and you might not know until Sunday, who they're going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, how they've handled the rule changes. Like, I full credit here. Baseball has become, baseball has made, made itself, I think, a lot more fun in the last year plus and relevant with an audience that I think was totally checked out. Yeah. I'll be honest. I don't feel good about facing Justin Verlander in game one. I don't feel good about it one bit. I think he'll, I think he'll destroy this Twins lineup. He loves playoff baseball. He gets stronger as season goes on. Time to match it, Declan. I uh, my, my twins anxiety is is pressing a little bit for game one. Oh, more that's than why you already, got Pablo. So a week out, and it's already Dude. he's already putting out nervous energy. It's why you got Sunny. It's why you got Pablo. Match it. Well, well let's go through Verla- Verlander here. So Verlander on the season has a three point three two ERA. Uh, his strikeout numbers are not at all what they've been in the past. He's he's definitely less of a dominant strikeout pitcher. He's had some clunkers in the last month. 
All right. He I, I would say don't be too afraid here. Okay, he's definitely had some vintage Verlanders like his his outing against Seattle in a must win last night to stay in front to clear room from Seattle. Eight innings, one run, three hits. He only put four guys on base over eight innings. But against Oakland on September 12th, five earned runs in seven innings. Against the Yankees on September 1st, six earned runs in six innings. So he's not quite the same guy that he used to be back in the day. You know I don't what? Think that's going to change Declan's frantic well, mind. You know what, Declan? You should want it's him not. to shove. You should want him to shove. And you should want the Twins. I want, I want a hard-fought, great pitching matchup that challenges everybody. If they're going to end this damn streak, end it the right way. And, and, I, and I'm, end it the I'm right way. You. I, I I love I hate the rhetoric of I don't want to play this team blah blah blah. Yeah, but, you, yeah. you bring complain it. about that constant. Yeah, bring, bring it, it on. Put bring the Yankees on. in the playoffs. Put the Yankees in the playoffs right now. Bring I'm it. Saying Justin Verlander is one of the best postseason pitchers of but all time. This is why you got Pablo and Sonny Gray because They're not you, facing Justin Verlander. The lineup facing Justin Verlander. You I don't care about who else is on the you mound. You got to shut them down on both sides. Wait, you got to shut. Wait, what do you mean you don't care who else is on the mount? You're no, saying that I, there's I no loathe, difference between no, no, no. Dobnak and... Hold on, hold on. I loathe quarterback versus quarterback, starting pitcher versus starting pitcher. They're not facing each other. They're not facing each other. It's but two both... different entities. We're talking about two different things. They're never on the... They're not at the plate in the mount at the same time. But that's not the, the point. Pe- people don't get that. But they are, they are facing off, and they are facing lineups that are in the playoffs. You got to match them. Inning for inning, you got to match them. And, and if you can't... It's going to be a 19 game yeah. losing losing streak. Yeah, it's a, I mean, I understand what you're saying, Declan. Yeah. But I think the question is, do you have faith that either let's assume it's Pablo starting game yeah. 1, but either Pablo or or Sonny can go inning for inning to some extent and get you into the 6th inning and it's a tie ball game against Justin Ver, against a, what is he? 40 now? He's 40. He's decrepit. Is Kate all coming right. to the game? Probably. I think, she's bored. I think she's bored with it all. I don't think she... She's not even a celebrity anymore, man. Is she? She probably is. I'll take that. Say, I'm not gonna, she's yeah, not Taylor so Swift, what you, though. So what are you talking about? Well, no, no one's Taylor Swift. It's not like a distraction like it was Taylor's 10 years the Beatles ago. right now. I did get Verlander to tip his hand to me in 2019 in the locker room over that Bomba Squad lineup. Did I ever tell you about this, Phil? Mm-mm. So, like, I, I, had, I had a stringing job where I would go in the opposing locker room. I had to get sound from other other players and coaches and typically it's it's very mindless work and i usually just would be the guy that sticks the recorder in and then take all the answers and send them off to wherever but uh the bomba squad rocked him pretty good and i was like you know what i'm gonna ask him a question it's justin verlander why not so i said you faced you have faced a ton of twins lineups you know going back to like early 2000s with his tigers and even you know some bad ones too in 2010 i said it was this the hardest lineup you faced because the bomba squad like rocked him for like six or seven runs he said, no. Do you remember Maurer and Morneau? And I said, yeah, you know, they, they were pretty good. But I'm talking like sure. one through nine. Like, these guys just shelled you pretty good. And he goes, oh, I see what you're doing here. He goes, yeah, it's a pretty good lineup. It's a really good lineup, blah, blah, blah. And, and tipped his hand a little bit saying like, yeah, it was, it was up there in terms of one through nine, one of the best ones. And then one of the Astros beat writers like pulled me aside and was like, he never like admits that a reporter was right over a question. So I, I did get Verlander to tip his hand a little bit to me. What do you mean time. tip his hand? Like, what do you mean? Like did admit that it was a really good lineup. Like he's usually, he's a very, oh. you know, strong guy, a very poignant dude and, and doesn't want to admit, you know, when, when he's been challenged a little bit and he was able to admit that he was challenged. He did. Uh, he, yeah, he, he did. I recall like 10 years ago mentioned Joe Maurer is like the toughest guy to, yeah. to get out. So he's probably had those guys 
in his head. But it's, you know, he's fine. He's a good pitcher. He's not insurmountable. Well, yeah. And, and this playoff series is going to be a test of a lot of people. It's going to be a test of pitching. It's going to, it's going to be a test of Rocco. Like there's a lot of things here that the twins have done in their 2019 and 20 playoff appearances that need to be cleaned up. And if they're not cleaned up, they will lose. And if they lose, we might need to call for heads. Okay. So we have so far here in the first six minutes of this episode, we have anxiety laced Declan just, Oh my God, it's for ladder. And then we've got Judd saying, hey, a bunch of bad things could happen and they might not have a favorable but, outcome. But you are <laughs> but you are in control of a lot of those things. So clean those things up and you can win. You too can end your embarrassing playoff yeah. losing streak. I think the biggest key is can you just find a way to score like six runs in a playoff game for the yes. first time in 20 years? And yes. even without Royce Lewis, they have Amen. shown they can do that in some of these games. So let's 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 put our heads together here, boys. Let's craft It's been about three weeks since we did this exercise, and there's been some injury stuff pop up. So let's put together a 26-man playoff roster here. And my question to you guys is, do you want to go off of what we've been doing is 14 position players, 12 pitchers, but Doogie told us on the scoop today that he's hearing rumblings it might be 15 position players and 11 pitchers. What framework should we use here? So I did. I sat down this morning when, when I saw your note about revisiting this exercise, and I have um, and I did fifteen, eleven, partially. Oh, so based you've on, done the homework already? Yeah, right. Just to chime in, but but I did it. Partially I thought this based, was a collaborative yeah, exercise. It, it's go, it's yeah. going to be. I thought you were going to work together on this. We are. We are. You, but don't, tru- brought, you don't trust your but, group project uh, mates here. I wanted to be completely prepared, and so what I did was I went back and looked at what Tito Francona did. Cleveland going into their first round series last year, roster construction wise. Okay. And so what did I, they do? They they went fifteen and eleven. And okay. didn't game three go like sixteen innings? Yep. Against Tampa was it really of that epic Seattle that Seattle game. And they they walked off the or not Mariners. They walked off some the Rays. They walked off the, the Rays, Rays yeah. in like a sixteenth yeah, inning. The first round was the Rays and Guardians. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So but 15, I didn't we're gonna go to fifteen and eleven. Like, yeah, but but I didn't do it to Bigfoot the show. I did it so that I was prepared as I could be because I am a professional. It sounds like like one of those college group projects where one person looks at the other project mates and they're like, these are idiots. I don't trust these people to not not drag my uh, my I wanted to do the pitchers the most (laughs) because I do think that there's questions. Yes. Well, let's start. So we'll go 15 and 11 here. Let's use yours as a reference. And then we can tweak as we go. Let's let's start with position players because that right. it sounds like those are it's the easiest to get to like thirteen or fourteen. There might be a couple questions at the end. Yep. Two catchers, Jefferson, yeah. Vasquez. Now Cleveland kept three, but the Twins aren't doing three. So two catchers. catchers. Um, I did eight infielders: Kirilov, Solano, Farmer, Polanco, Julian, Correa, Royce Lewis. I think if there's any hope that he can play, he's he's on that roster. Wait, so uh, you can you go me, through those again? Yep, Kirloff, Solano, Farmer, Polanco, Julian, Correa, Royce, Castro. I'm putting as an outfielder. Okay, you had, but you said eight infielders, and you so it's seven infielders, and then Castro would be an outfielder. Six, uh, yes, yes. Okay, I, I changed it. Got Sorry, it, got it. Okay, I originally put Castro as an infielder, and I. And I moved him. Yep. 
So this right. this is obviously like we're going to test out Royce's wheels, you know, on like Saturday, Sunday, right. next week, Monday. There's going to be a, probably a workout day on Monday and kind of see. So yep. optimistically, you put him in. Maybe he's just a DH in that game. But then you're going to put Julian at second base. I know. Kyle I know. There's Farmer plays third, right? Is that kind of what mm-hmm. would happen? There's some tough ones here. Or Castro plays third. Um, I've got him as an outfielder now, but you know, clearly with, with his versatility, really? if he starts, he mm-hmm. probably is going to start in the infield. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in the outfield, I've got Walner, Taylor, Kepler, Castro. I've got Stevenson, but then I think, but then here's the discussion on, on this is Buxton. Boy. Well, is there any, can I, if you got Stevenson in the discussion, could I, Offer you a Jordan Luplo versus left-handed hitters OPS of mm. 771. Hmm, interesting. Against, against know, right-handed pitching, he can't he can't hit. He's not a major leaguer. Against left-handed pitching, he does have a 771 OPS this season. Just gonna throw. I think no, he's probably no, out. Stevenson offers Stevenson offers defensive flexibility, pinch running. Pinch running you know, base, his yep. his bat's kind of a train wreck uh, in the major leagues. But he could if you needed a guy that you have. With this, you would have Willie Castro and Andrew Stevenson that could swipe you a bag if you needed it, right? It's the twelfth inning. One of these guys gets hit by a pitch or or pinch runs for somebody, right? Dave Roberts, right? Yeah, steal second base. Yes, mm-hmm. but what about Buxton? That's my that's my biggest discussion. So I, is, is Buxton's your is the fifteenth guy in this? Because right now I have fourteen guys without Buxton. No, but Buxton. Well, what Stevenson's the fifteenth guy. And, and Buxton's Buxton. on the outside, right? Oh, no, no, no. One, two, three, no, four. No. We, we can no, count. <laughs> no. Buxton, Buxton is the discussion point of a guy I've he got is there. The 15. I've got there now, but I but I am not wedded to that at all. Like, unless you tell me Royce Lewis is unavailable. Do not roster him. I'm rostering him. Um, so yes, Buxton is Buxton is the wild card guy, but he is the 15th. So we have, yes, yeah, so we have 14. At Stevenson, mm-hmm. and then fifteen. If we wanted fifteen, would be Buxton or Luplo. Yes, exactly. Maybe we come back to this after the pitchers because we okay. can kind of go. But I would say this: if Royce Lewis can't go, if if he can't, if he's not healthy enough to be on your wild card roster, mm-hmm. but Buxton does feel good enough to be on your wild card roster. Yeah, I put Buxton on the roster, and I might DH him for a game and just kind of see. Um. But if Royce Lewis and Correa are both back, I don't know where. You, then Buxton's basically a, an eighth inning pinch hitter, because I'm not sitting Julian for Buxton, right? Unless you guys want to fight me on that. Well, I think here's what here's what I'm curious about. I don't want to fight you on that, but would the Twins fight you on that? I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's let's table that for a second here. So we've got Buxton off to the side as kind of the fifteenth. We'll put that, yeah. So we'll go 11 pitchers for now, and then maybe we can debate at the end. Okay. Lopez, Gray, and Joe Ryan are my starters. Okay. Mm-hmm. I have Maeda and Paddock as my sort of – they're bullpen guys, but they're handcuff guys. Yeah. Um, And, again, this is going to be open for big-time conversation on Paddock, okay? So I'm I'm just telling you mm-hmm. what I've written down here. Um, I am not, I am in no way, shape or form 
wedded to what I'm saying on a few of these guys. Mm-hmm. And then true bullpen, I've got uh, Duran, Jax, Brock Stewart, assuming that he's back and fine, and it looks like he might be or is, Thielbar, Pagan, and Varland. So I have one southpaw. I have one southpaw here. Um, I have Thunderbird off this list. I have Keuchel off this list right now. I have Ober off this list. And then um, I don't think this guy is going to be on the roster, but the Star Tribune's projection uh, that was in Thursday paper, or I'm sorry, the Tuesday paper, they have floral on the roster. I don't. Uh, yeah, it's, a t- it's so tough. And Floro is a right-hander, and I think I have better options than Dylan Floro. Yeah, like who are you going to put in? And I'm, you know, I've been kind of a Floro guy, and he's he's pitched meaningful postseason games in his career, and he's been effective. But if, if you're starting to rank the right-handers, to me, like Floro would be if you kept 12 pitchers instead of 11. Yeah, I'd rather if if Paddock feels good and he's throwing 98 miles an hour. I know he hasn't pitched in it, what 15 months or whatever, but I'd rather have Paddock just flame throwing than Floro. Varlin's a no-brainer. Brock Stewart, if he's healthy, is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. So then it kind of comes down to, if these are the 11 pitchers, Lopez, Gray, Ryan is your starters, and then you get eight relievers for the three games. Duran, Maeda, Paddock, Thielbar, Pagan, Jax, Stewart, Varlin. Then it comes down to, would you rather have Buxton as the 15th position player or say, you know what, it's just not, we're not going to try and shoehorn this thing in. We've been fine without him and then put a 12th pitcher or put Jordan Luplo on as a, as a right-handed pinch hit bat. I might go 12th pitcher, to be honest with you. Would you go Funderburk, little lefty? Well, that that's what intrigues me. Um, I think if I have Paddock and Maeda, I don't think I'm going to have Keiko or Ober. Yeah. I think just because it's a lefty, I would go Funderburk, but I also feel like I could be talked out of that decision pretty easily if you if you or Declan have a compelling case for why it should be somebody that's off the roster right now as we discuss this. They will never do this. I don't want Griffin Jacks on this playoff roster. Oh. What? I can't have a guy <laughs> who has lost this is a great 10 take. games. We talk about wins with wow. pitchers and it's a and it's a little bit of an overrated stat for starting pitchers. He has wow. 10 losses. Yeah. Ten. I mean, and it's as true. exclusively it's as true. a reliever. Wow. I can't have that on my playoff roster. They won't do this. They won't no. do this. No, I am no not putting Griffin Jacks. If I'm in Rocco Baldelli's shoes, I am not putting Griffin Jacks on my playoff roster. I haven't wow. considered this take, but wow. this is a phenomenal take Thank you. because he has lost them 10 games, including, by the way, Two in the last, like, two weeks. He lost him a game against Tampa Bay. Lost him a game against the Mets. The Mets. Texas a month ago. So three of those just straight-up losses have come in the last month. There was another outing where he gave up a run against Cleveland but didn't get hit with the loss. So, you know, about once every four or five outings, it's Griffin Jack's implosion time. So... But what do you do then? Okay, let's let's take this take even yeah. further. So you take yeah. him off. What do you? What do yeah, you who's do? on? I put fun, I put Funderburk on there. I, give me the lefty. Give me the other lefty. So you put Funderburk on, and then you put Buxton on. 
Yeah, I, I guess I can put Buxton on, but he is a pinch hitter, late inning situation. I don't trust type him. of guy. If Buxton's on the roster, I don't trust them. I don't right, trust but, them. But, we're, but but you guys are both kind of saying you trust Cody Thunderberg in a playoff game more than you trust Byron Buxton. Different roles, obviously. Right. Can we can we live with that in two weeks when like Cody Thunderberg dissecting the season? Well, that's the thing. Cody Thunderberg gives up a three run jack in the seventh inning to you know, Jose Altuve, because he's, he's got to face a righty if he comes, you know. And now it's like, wow, what? maybe we sharpened that pencil too far. Maybe we overthought this one, putting the, well, is the minor else? league lefty on the roster in, instead of Byron Buxton. Sure. So, Phil, if, if you don't have Buxton on, and what you just said is your fear with Funderburk, who do you put on instead? Yeah, I would. Uh, so, I mean, that's why we're here to discuss this. Nope. I mean, with... Absolutely. It's collaborative. I thought it was supposed to be this collaboration. It is collaboration, but part it's of collaboration. collaboration is poking holes and getting God, to the right. No, I don't. I don't. So I like, I will say this. I like the 11, the first 11 pitchers I'm in on these guys. Lopez, yeah. Gray, Ryan, Duran, Maeda, Paddock. What the hell, man? The guy feels great. He's out tweeting and he's talking in the third person. Yeah. Oh, Chris Paddock's going to be unleashed. You know what, dude? <laughs> Let's unleash you. You're under team control. We've barely seen you pitch in two years. Yeah. Let's see. Let's let's take the cover off the car here in the playoffs and see what happens. So I'm in on that. Caleb Thielbar, yes, Pagan. I I totally get what Declan's saying about Griffin Jacks. He's going to be on the postseason roster. He will be. Brock Stewart, cross your fingers on health and Louis Varland. I think if I were to add a 12th pitcher, I think I would also add Thunderbird because he's a lefty. But I would just put Buxton on. Because now it's like, okay, if I'm if I'm really deciding with that 26th roster spot, do I put Thunderbird on, like a situational backup lefty, essentially, is what he is? Or one of the most dynamic, exciting, powerful players in Twins history when he's healthy? If Buxton can be 70% feeling good, I would just, I would, I would feel like, wow, I really just overthought this and put, or like if I put Luplo on the roster instead of Buxton. I need a right-handed bat. I'm going to put Luplo on the team instead of Buxton. I would give Buxton a shot as a pinch hitter, maybe DH in one game just to see how it goes. So so here's why I think there might be a case, though, um, just for safety, uh, precautionary reasons to put an extra pitcher on. And, and it might not be Funderburk, but I think if you're going to have both Paddock and Brock Stewart on the roster, and keep in mind for those first three games, it's frozen. If you run into a problem with either one, which you could, or both, like they're both coming back, there's some unknowns here. They're humping would, it up. It's playoffs. Would yeah. you? Yeah, I, like if Chris Paddock throws a pitch and grabs his arm, he's done, and you can't replace him until, yeah. uh, assuming you win a series. Would you put a Keuchel or an Ober or Floral on the roster as a twelfth pitcher to back that up because you're dealing with two guys who are who could be contributors for sure but they also are question marks for health purposes. I think you just gamble, man. I think like with Paddock too, here's the thing. And I I could just be, I could be memed for this, but Chris Paddock had Tommy John surgery and it's been 15 months of recovery. He's been throwing 97, 98 miles an hour. I think that thing's pretty solid for another year or two. And I think that elbow is probably pretty, that forearm, that elbow, probably pretty solid for like the next couple weeks at least. 
Famous last words. I get yeah, it. Until his forearm Knock starts to hurt, right? His forearm, <laughs> forearm tightness. <laughs> I'm forearm tight. Yeah. Yep. So, and again, it's only three games. You know, maybe it's only two games. You can readjust this thing in a week from now. Oh, yeah, it might be two games, go. and then you're going to spring training next thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. So there's our 26-man roster here. I'm sure we can, we can maybe we tweak So what it again, did we like decide here? So, like, what? So, so oh, Buxton's on? But I think Buxton's on. Okay. Buxton's on, and Thunderbird is off. Okay. And Griffin Jacks is on. But okay. that Declan's take is one of the greatest takes in the reboot. It's an interesting take. Show. Yeah. It's an, it, it, I feel like it's going to get a lot of pushback. Oh, but it's a very interesting take. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Pitcher um, wins, Declan, old man. We have an immaculate grid to get to here after we shout out our friends at Livia for helping a lot of uh, Score North listeners lose weight over the past couple of years. They, they have indeed, including me, a couple of years ago, um, dropped, as those of you watching can see, dropped considerable weight, 40 pounds, in fact, because this program works. And you know what? This isn't a diet. This isn't your, oh, my God, I can't eat much. You know, I, um, I basically have to go by this script. Uh-uh. This is a program that works. The dietitians and nutritionists at Livy are going to help you every step of the way. And what they're going to do is they're going to put together a workable program for you that is absolutely going to help you drop the weight. And I want to offer you this right now. So if you're saying, okay, but I mean, it's going to be expensive, right? Nah, first three months right now, if you sign up, free. That's right. The first three months are free. So guys, if you are looking to drop that excess weight, Looking to feel good, get back into clothes. Livia is going to help you do exactly that. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A, Livia.com, L-I-V-E-A.com. If you're outside the state, that's absolutely fine. Whole program can be done virtually, but I'm telling you right now, this is a program that works. This is a program that allows you to deal in moderation, making smart decisions, Livia.com. A shout out to our friends to a Power Lodge and Miller Marine. So, hey, if you're the type that doesn't mind a little hard work, getting mud everywhere, as long as you uh, have the right machine, then this is for you. Power Lodge is Minnesota's CF Moto Superstore. Superstore. Since they buy more, you save more. And Power Lodge has new deals to get you ready for fall escape. Save thousands on CF Moto off-road and side-by-sides, 4x4, starting at an unbelievable Forty-five ninety-nine Power Lodge and uh, Miller Marine are your places for throttle therapy on and off the water. Go to PowerLodge.com to find out more. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. All right, boys, let's put, uh, just for some parameters here, we'll put eight minutes on the clock. We are looking to go nine for nine here on this immaculate grid to be immaculate. And Judd will likely complain about something here. Oh, for sure. Got that rookie no. of the year category. No, no, no. One, one is, I can deal with one. Okay. No, it's when they have like two or on Saturdays, three that I just store so we're looking for an Oriole who was a Yankee, an Oriole who was a Diamondback, and an Oriole who won Rookie of the Year. We're looking for a Giant who was a Yankee, a Giant who was a D-back, and a Giant who won Rookie of the Year. And then a Royal who was a Yankee, a Royal who was a Diamondback, and a Royal who won Rookie of the Year. 
I am awful with Rookie of the Year, so you guys might be on your own with those. Although, I have an obscure Royal one. I do, too. On, Angel Baroa from 2003, right? That was who I was going to suggest. Yes. They he took the world by stuck. storm. Okay. Nice work. Shortstop, right? Yep. And then he that was like his only and good year. Pretty like sure. Joe Charbonneau, yeah. 18. 18. 18%. There's probably not many, though. There's not many. God yeah, it's hard. It. Okay. All right. Okay, so we got uh, blank canvas here. Blank canvas here. All right. Mike Mussina is an obvious one. Yeah. Of a Yankee. Is there a Yankee former and twin? Oh, somewhere there. Now. Did Aaron Hicks play for the Orioles? Yes. He's playing yes. for them right now. He's playing for them right now. There you that go. also might be high. but Because it's recent? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm fine with it. It's a it funny probably, answer. It, I bet you it's like 25% because it's recent. 14. Oh, 14%. That's fine. Okay. That's a fun answer. We should is try to another, do all twins here. Is there another Johnny, former twin for Royal Yankee? Did Minkiewicz play for both? Uh, he played for the Yankees? He bounced around. He played for the Royals for the sure. Yeah. Red Sox, the Pirates. Pitchers? The twins, twins pitchers who, who, who had a... Did Sidney Ponson cup of coffee? Play he for played for Royals. the Yankees. I don't remember him as The Giants. Didn't Ponson pitch for the Giants? Did he? I might be wrong on that. I mean, he won his lone start. Or we could he go Chuck, Knob- Chuck Knobloch for Royal Yankee. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. There you go. Chuck Knobloch. Yes, credit. This is a championship. Oh, 1%. Twins Hall of Famer, Chuck Knobloch. And then he wasn't. A giant Yankee. Oh, uh, Jim Brower. My guy, my buddy, University of Minnesota pitcher. Oh, God, that's going to be Brower. That's awesome, dude. That's going to be point three. Point oh three. Point oh one. Oh three. Yep. Point oh oh. Oh, my God. Seven. Good God. Is that the lowest we've ever pulled? It's my guy. We've used him another time for a similar Minnetonka's own. Minnetonka's own. Jimmy Brower. Zero seven. That's a great one. It's your friend. Well, say hi from me. I will. It's got to be some. This will be the most popular, but Bumgarner would work for Giants and Diamondbacks, but that will be the most popular. I'll write it down. Bumgarner, Madison, yeah. Mad Bum. Yeah. Not good with Diamondbacks. Such a transient organization, you know? I mean, I'm sure. Uh, what about ton. the. Did the, pa- did the Panda play for the Diamondbacks? He did not, did he? No. No, the no, he went back to the Giants. Giants. Well, Randy Johnson. Back. Randy Johnson oh, yeah. had a cup of coffee with Randy. the Giants. Yeah. Oh, did he at the end? Mm-hmm. At the very mm-hmm. end? Yep. Okay. Yep. Should we do Randy? Sure. It's it's probably going to be 20%, 15, 20. 20. 20%. Nice call. Thank Good you. Good call. Diamondback and Royal. God, mm-hmm. I'm just not good with. That's, those are two random teams. I am not good with Diamondbacks at all. I'm good with Royals. I'm not good with Diamondbacks. Tony Womack. Did Tony Womack go to the Royals? I don't know, dude. I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, the Royals have had a lot of slappies at the end, too, you know? Um, They're like a halfway house for slappies. Oh, God. Hold on. Uh, Willie Bloomquist. Did Willie Bloomquist play for the Royals? your buddy. I don't remember. I think so. Did he for sure play for the Diamondbacks? Absolutely played for the Diamondbacks. Willie Bloomquist sounds like a guy that played the Twins a lot. (laughs) So... Willie Bloomquist. We can save it too. Okay. We can save it for the end here. Unless Is this Edwin Jackson for Diamondbacks Birds? <laughs> Definitely Diamondbacks. Yep. Definitely Diamondbacks. 
Hold we on. need to memorize the Edwin Jackson teams. It's 14. So we can use them. I think. O- odds are likely like that. Arizona. I'm trying to think of other rookies of the year here. Cal Ripken, I think, won rookie of the year, didn't he? I, Did uh, yes. Matt Wieters win rookie of the year? No. He took a while to get going. He was an uber prospect, but he took a while to get going. Did Jim Palmer right. win it? <laughs> he I he may have. He I don't know. Have. I don't know. I'm just kidding around. For Giants? Uh, McCovey or... Um, yeah, I mean, Maze McCovey, I don't Mays know. Maze or McCovey are probably... The, uh, Buster Posey is going to be the most obvious, but that's going to be like... Nine when did Rookie out. of the Year start? Do we it even started know what in like, I'm pretty sure it started in like the 50s. I feel like we can look that up. I'll look that if, up. That's a fair thing to look up. I, I feel like we could look that up. When did MLB ROI start? Maze. 1947. Jackie so, Robinson was actually the... Okay. So Maze... So, so Maze is probably a works, lock. Right? Yeah. Okay. Let's try Willie Mays. He might have had Say, a slow start, though. You never know with these guys, man. Yeah, you never no, know. Well, he did, but then he got sent down and came back up. Bang. Yep. There it is. 14. Yep, yep. Say hey, kid. Say hey, kid. Um, Baltimore Orioles, they've had some really good old school players. Zach Grinky, by the way, would work I feel for, like uh, Diamondback, who was a, right? Yes. Oh, good yes. call. Yep. Yeah, well, I still think down. we, I feel like Bloomquist might be right. but Well, you can find out. Later. Cranky's a better answer. <laughs> okay. Find out in your own time. This will um, be high. This will be like 30%. Oh, my God. 74%. That's okay. Look at that look, though. Look at that fire in his eyes. That guy's a psycho. Yeah, he's... I feel he's... like Eddie Murray got off to a oh. good start in, in his career. But I don't know. He's yeah. Rookie of the Year. Okay. I, think, I, think... I remember one of his early baseball cards. He was He got off to a real good start. But I don't know this for sure. Let's do it. I mean, it... What the hell? Yeah. Let's see. Let's try it. Come on. One time. Boom. Boy. Wow. Great and then a, a Diamondback who was an Oriole. Any obscure twins options here? Those are hard. Valencia played for Baltimore, right? Did Jeff Rebele ever play for the Diamondbacks in the late 90s? Did Ooh. Did uh, Kubel go to the Birds? He went to Cleveland, didn't he? Yeah, I don't know that he played for God the Birds. I don't remember. I looked up. I just looked up Blake Bloomquist. He did play for both teams. He did. Damn it! You guys, Phil's friend, my, my Willie Phil, Bloomquist. Phil's good friend, Jim Brower Bloomquist. <laughs> You're such a name dropper of, of guys that I wouldn't say Bloomquist is a good friend, but I do know Willie Bloomquist. Close bit. personal friend. All right, um, pitchers, pitchers. There's got to be some starters. Did we already have a name for this or no? Did we, we Edwin Jackson, we thought. Oh, we thought maybe Edwin Jackson. That might be worth a shot, Dex. If the clock's ticking. I don't know if he pitched for the Orioles. No, I don't know about that one. Um, oh, what about uh, Jeff Conine? Oh, he played for the Marlins. Marlin. The He's Mr. Marlin. Okay. He's and and Orioles, he was an Oriole too. I know yeah, I think he started. I think it, I think he was taking the expansion draft from Baltimore, right? By the Marlins. There's got to be a starting pitcher like a Ponson type. He didn't Ponson didn't pitch for the Diamondbacks. I'm almost positive, but there's got to be a guy like that. There's got to be a like like. Have there been any closers? Did did. God. Yeah, remember that Brandon Webb? Did Brandon Webb ever make his way to the American League? Pitch Texas. For the Orioles? Texas. He played for Texas after the Diamondbacks. His arm fell off. Um, oh, 
We might have to go Edwin Jackson. We might have to do it. Did Rich Hill? Rich Hill's also near Edwin Jackson territory. Yeah, he, he is. is. No, no, man. He's ba- he pitched for Baltimore, right? Yeah, but I don't know if he pitched I, for I the Diamondbacks. I don't remember the Diamondbacks. All right. Do Edwin. Edwin Jackson. All right, here we All go. Right. Edwin, okay. We got to go. We got to go. Put your Edwin Jackson. Yes. Yeah, we pulled Immaculous. the lever. 7%. <laughs> nice. 7%. So how many people? Yeah. This, so is only, a, this is a tough one. Only yeah. four rookies of the year from Kansas City. 17 collective rookies of the year options there. That was tough. Yeah. There we go. Hey, nice job, boys. Oh, Beltran. Nice job. What was Bloomquist? I guess oh, we Pac Man. You know. Yeah, we can't. We'd have to, like, you'd have can't to see what he is. On your yeah. phone, but I bet it Maybe would be. Maybe I'll check my phone later today. I bet less than five. Probably even okay. less. Only 6.1 average score on this one. So this was one of the tougher grids you're going to find out there. Nice work, gentlemen. Here we go. We all contributed. The Scornar Twins show. We all contributed. Where we just want the Twins to win a playoff game for the first time in almost two decades. They will try again next week, and we will be here with you.